Good morning. I want to welcome you to the First Baptist Sandy Springs on this beautiful, beautiful Easter morning. Special welcome to those of you who are visiting with us and to those former members who have returned to worship with us this day. We're going to stand now and we're going to praise the Lord as we stand on this particular day to worship Him. For bear to shine 
taking a trip on a plane the other day Just wishing that I could get out When the man next to me saw the book in my hand And asked me what it was about I settled back in my seat, a bestseller I said A history and mystery in one Then I opened up that book and began to read From Matthew, Mark and Luke and John He was born of a virgin one holy night In the little town of Bethlehem Angels gathered round him underneath the stars Singing praises to the great I Am He walked on the water, healed the lame Made the blind to see again For the first time here on earth We learned that God could be a friend Though he never ever did a single thing wrong The angry crowd chose him And so he walked down the road and died on the cross And that was the end of the beginning It's a Bible, he said, I've heard this all before I've tried religion, it's guilt and shame I don't need it anymore It's superstition and made-up tales Just to help the weak to survive Let me read it again, I said, listen closely This is gonna change your life He was born of a virgin one holy night In the little town of Bethlehem Angels gathered round him underneath the stars singing Praises to the great I am He walked on the water, healed the lame Made the blind to see again For the first time here on earth We learned that God could be a friend Though he never ever did a single thing wrong The angry crowd chose him And so he walked down the road and died on the cross And that was the end of the beginning The end of the beginning He said with a smile What more could there be? He's dead You said they hung him Put nails in his hands and a crown of thorns on his head. I said, I'll read it again, this time there's more. And I believe this is true. His death wasn't the end, but the beginning of life he completed in you. Don't you see, he did all this for you. Born of a virgin one holy night in the little town of Bethlehem Angels gathered round him underneath the stars singing praises to the great I am He walked on the water, healed the lame, made the blind to see again For the first time here on earth we learned that God could be our friend Though he never ever did a single thing wrong The angry crowd chose him, so he walked and he died but three days later three days later
Yes, he rose. You see, he came, he lived, and he died. But that was the end of the beginning. Greg, that was perfect in every way. Thank you so much. And I, I think the statute of limitations would run out since you were four. I mean, <laughs> but thank you for choosing to sing today. Thank you for asking him to sing today. I did the math. This is my 60th Easter. 60. I'm 59. But my first Easter, I was zero. And so I did the math several times because I'm good at math. And I tried to lower the number. Called my accountant. He did the math. 60. My first Easter was across the street. Providence Baptist Church, the old stone building that we're so thankful that we have now and will one day be filled with youth. As a child, we hunted eggs over there, and this was a field with some houses, and we hunted eggs over here before this was built. And we would wear our best clothes for church on Easter. Ladies would wear hats and gloves. Sixty years ago, Sandy Springs was different. Six years ago, Sandy Springs was different. <laughs> I figured out a perfect Bible verse for our city's motto. Look how the third chapter of Ecclesiastes begins. For everything there is a season, a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. I think of Sandy Springs when I see that last part. A time to break down, tear down, a time to build up. Our city's operating on biblical principles, isn't it? Again, it's so different from my childhood. When I go to Kroger over on Sandy Springs Circle, you know what I think about? Donnie, what do you think about? Sandy Springs High School. That's where I went to high school, but it's gone. It's gone. When I go to Mount Vernon Towers to visit friends, that was Hammond Elementary School. I went, every place I ever went is torn down now. Don't know what that says. Jeannie and I went to see South Pacific at the Sandy Springs City Center. And it was very good. It wasn't orbit good, but it was very good. And as I sat there in that beautiful building, I thought, I used to have my hair cut here on this corner. There was a barber shop there. Mr. Ross and Mr. McClure were right there. It was torn down long ago. I made some friends, new friends the other day who worked for Mercedes-Benz and their new offices back here. 
I didn't tell them as a child I played in the woods back here. They're gone. The first big building I remember in Sandy Springs, CNS Bank. Might have been the first elevator around here. <laughs> it didn't take much to thrill us in the 60s. I wasn't stoned, I was young, okay? It's, it was thrilling to me. I thought it'd be there forever. It's gone. If you're not from Sandy Springs, it's likely your town has changed too in 60 years or in six. Everything changes. My mother died before my 11th Easter. My father died before my 24th Easter. My brother Charlie died Easter Sunday morning, five years ago yesterday. My in-laws have both passed and since three Easter's ago. Since last Easter, I've officiated probably 30 funerals, some of them for people that you love. Everything changes. As followers of Christ, we face change in our lives that, they, well, it challenges us in our pilgrimage. The changes can be physical. The changes can be a broken relationship that hurt. We might be struggling with committing a particular sin that visits us too often. And we feel that we need to change and get out of a rut. You ever felt like you couldn't face one more change? Like, I just don't want the phone to ring again. I don't want any more news of change. Another funeral, another disappointment. I've got really great news for you today. Easter changes everything. Before we go further, let's pray. Lord, it is our prayer that we are all changed by the resurrection. That all of us in here believe in Jesus Christ. That all of us have given our lives to you and no matter what happens in our town, where we live, in our lives, we're okay because we're connected to you. We pray you bless us as we look at your word and celebrate that great day and this great day. In the risen name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's look how Matthew tells the story in chapter 28, the first six verses. After the Sabbath, Saturday at that time, as the first day of the week was dawning, Sunday, that's why it all changed for Christians on Sunday, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, do not be afraid. I know that you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here for he has been raised. As he said, come see the place where he lay. So it was Sunday morning early. The ladies went to the cemetery that day, not expecting the resurrection, but to anoint Jesus' body with spices. Mark tells us that in his gospel, chapter 16, begins this way. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Salome brought spices 
so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. So that's why they're there, just to perfume the body. Back to Matthew's account. They get there with their supplies, and the ground begins to shake. Verse 2 of Matthew 28. Suddenly there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, came and rolled the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. Why did the earth quake? It shook because Easter changes everything. It shook because Jesus conquered death. It shook because of God's great power. It shook because heaven was filled with such thunderous applause that the whole universe shook that day. Can't you see the party in heaven? After the shaking, look what we are told. For an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. Every Easter, I hear about the stone being rolled away, but I miss the next part about the angel. Came and rolled back the stone, and then he sat on the stone. I don't know if he crossed his legs. I don't know if he whistled. I don't know if he fluffed his wings up or leaned forward. I don't know what he did, but it's interesting, and I've never really noticed that until this year. He sat on the stone. Why would he do that? Was he tired? I don't think so. Why would Matthew tell us this? In reading about this, one author said that the angel sat there so that anyone watching would know that it was an angel that rolled the stone away not the earthquake, not some men, but an angel. I don't know. Let me tell you what I think. When you go to a ball game or to the theater, to a concert, you are likely concerned about getting a good seat, aren't you? You get on Ticketmaster, you get on this, you call Chris Hall for Orbit tickets. That's the last plug I'm doing for Orbit today, Chris. That's it for right now. <laughs> And you want good seats. We want to see and hear and experience everything. There's no doubt that day that Jesus rose that heaven was buzzing in anticipation. I'm convinced that's why the earth shaked because heaven was shaking so much that day. No one in heaven or earth had ever seen such a thing happen. Other people had returned from the dead at Jesus' word, at the word of God, but no person or angel or deity had ever died and come back to life on their own power until this day. This angel had one job assigned to him, that being to come to earth and move the stone. It's interesting, we're not told the angel's name. People speculate, but it doesn't matter because it's not about the angel, is it? It's about the Savior that came out of the tomb. Here's why I think he sat on the stone. Because he had a front row seat to the single event that's the greatest in the history of our world and that changed everything for everyone who believes. And he sat there and he watched. The world was lost and condemned and sin had separated man and God and Jesus came to redeem mankind and the angel knew the ramifications of what was about to happen. 
So he sat down and he looked as Jesus triumphantly walked out of the tomb, securing the future for all mankind, including me and you. He had a ringside seat to see Jesus knock out death and dying and separation from God. I heard a little girl once say that when Jesus came from the tomb and he walked out, you know what he said, the little girl said? (laughs) Ta-da! Easter is a ta-da kind of a day. I told that story a few years ago at Arlington uh, at the sunrise service that I did this morning at 6.30. And my wife went with me, and we got there at a quarter till six. You've got to love Jesus to get up and be there at a quarter till six. (laughs) And there's people in here that heard me already today, so if you have a neighbor sleeping, just leave them alone. It's okay. (laughs) But I told this story at Arlington a couple of years ago, and a lady came up to me this morning before the service and said, you remember telling that story? I said, yeah, I'm going to use it today at First Baptist Sandy Springs. And she said, well, let me tell you what happened. A friend of mine was dying of pancreatic cancer and I wrote her a card and in the card I wrote about Jesus coming out of the grave and saying ta-da and I want you to have a ta-da kind of day today. And that became their story. Whenever they would call, she said, have you had a ta-da day today? And they told her story, that story at her funeral because her funeral wasn't final. Her funeral was a beginning not an ending. It was a ta-da moment. Easter changes everything. So the angel sits down and the angel is beaming. That's what we're told. Look at verse three. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. He's beaming. The next bit's really ironic, I think, in verse four. For fear of him, the guard shook and became like dead men. Remember the guards? Matthew tells us about the guards in chapter 27. The next day, that is, after the day of preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember what that imposter said, Jesus, while he was still alive. After three days, I'll rise again. Therefore, command the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples can go and steal him away and tell the people he's been raised from the dead. And the last deception will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, you have a guard of soldiers. Go make it as secure as you can. So they went with the guard and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone. So the guards who were sent there to guard a dead man became like dead men. And the dead man that they're sent there to guard is alive. Easter changes everything. In between my 60 Easter's, I've witnessed a lot of changes. Sandy Springs is different. My family's different. Places and people have come and gone. I've rejoiced in babies being born and I've grieved at my fair share of funerals. But this I'm sure of, Easter changes everything. The ground is still shaking. The tomb is still empty. And the power that raised Jesus from the dead is still with us. Romans 8, 
Verse 11 tells us that. Listen to these words from Romans 8, 11. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he'll give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living in you. Easter does change everything. And everyone that believes that Jesus has been raised from the dead is saved. That's what the book says. Romans 10, verse 9. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. Today, if you're in Christ, if you've entrusted your life to him, if you believe, you have God's spirit in you. Back to our story. The angel sitting on the stone, beaming, speaks to the women. And their eyes have to be big as saucers. They've been rocked by an earthquake. They've got their spices and there's no body. They've seen this great creature on the stone. They've seen the soldiers drop like dead men. And now the angel speaks. The angel said to the women, do not be afraid. Matthew 28, 5 and 6. Do not be afraid. I know that you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. For he has been raised. As he said, come and see the place where he lay. He has been raised. Say that to your neighbor. He has been raised. You know, don't you? Easter changes everything. What if you haven't believed? What if for some reason you've delayed? And Why for heaven's sake would you do that? You can say yes to Jesus today. No one can do it for you and no one can stop you from doing it. Say yes to Jesus. And everything changes eternally. Let's pray together. Lord God, thank you for the changes in our lives from lost to found, from separated to family, from dying to eternal life. Thank you, Father, that Because of this day, our failures are not final, our problems are not permanent, our graves are not our last place. Thank you, Father, for this greatest of days. It is our prayer that all of us in this place know you. If not, it is our prayer that this day we will give you our lives and everything will change. Thank you for your word that teaches us, for your spirit that illuminates us and motivates us. Father, thank you for each one. Let this be a tada day in all of our lives forevermore. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. We're gonna do an invitation this morning. It's just some music playing. You don't need to sing along with it at all. It's just a time for you to sit and pray and thank God for what he has done for you.
Obviously, the doors of our church are open. You're welcome to join if God has led you to do that, to make a profession of faith. If you've put that off, to come to the front and pray if you would like to do that. But if you just want to take this time to thank God for changing you, do that as we bow our heads and close our eyes and listen. Again, if you need to do something, now's the time. Jesus, come to Jesus, come to Jesus and live. Now your burden's lifted and carried far away, and precious blood has washed away the stain. So sing to Jesus, sing to Jesus, sing to Jesus, and live. And like a newborn baby, don't be afraid to crawl, and remember when you walk, sometimes we fall. So fall on Jesus, fall on Jesus, fall on Jesus and live. Sometimes the way is lonely and steep and filled with pain. So if your sky is dark and pours the rain, and cry to Jesus, cry to Jesus, cry to Jesus, and live. Oh, and when the love spills over, and music fills the night, and when you can't contain your joy inside, then dance for Jesus, dance for Jesus, dance for Jesus, and live. And with your final heartbeat, kiss the world goodbye. And go in peace and laugh on glory's side And fly to Jesus Fly to Jesus Fly to Jesus And live Fly to Jesus Fly to Jesus, fly to Jesus, and live.
we'll stop with verse, words again from Romans 8, 11. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. God bless you. Happy Easter.